Did you hear this little um, audio clip that I have? No, which one? Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. That's awesome. Play it again. Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. Thank you, man. <laughs> you got me blushing over here, man. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Yo, what's up, Fence Lifers? What's happening, man? Kind of got me, caught me off guard there, bro. And look at old Nathan Downs in here. I was supposed to take that mug off, but uh, you know what? We're just gonna get here. I right, am. <laughs> we're just gonna get right down to it. If y'all knew what the hell was going on before we started, you would totally understand why I messed this up. But you know what? Just for shits and giggles. All right, fence lifers, get ready for your shut it badass hinge yeah. guest. Brought to you by D and D Technology. Creator of the Magna Latch. If it doesn't say badass, it ain't D and D. What's up, Nate Dog? What's up? Dude? What's happening, man? Music in the background, dude. You would think we're amateurs to this. You know what I'm saying? We don't hey, know. Tell Benji the- to get out of the first comment tonight. Oh, Benji's the first comment. <laughs> <laughs> Little little sucker's been like trolling us, waiting for us to get. I know, here. man. I know. Let's let, let, let's get this show together. I'm all screwing up. <laughs> I got the dog barking. People coming home. I'm trying to do a show. Jesus Christ. Anyway, guys, we're live everywhere. Everywhere. Just look. We got already in the in the comments. We got Facebook users. If you're a Facebook user, look. Click off for a second. Go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook. Okay. Give StreamYard permission to see your name so we know who's commenting, all right? And as y'all know, we got my good old buddy, my good old pal, Nathan Downs here. Um, We took over his podcast a couple nights ago, and he was like, yo, bro, I need to get on your show so I can, you know, get a little revenge. So I got Benji on the sidelines waiting to hit the mute button, so then that way, uh, you know, he can't say anything we don't want him to say. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds right. about right. I may, I may be, be lying about that, right? So we got a couple guys in the comments. Hey, guys, stay out of trouble. What's going on? Noah Divine, Divine Fence. What's up, Dan and Nathan and Fence Lifers? Divine is a faithful uh, – Noah Divine is a faithful guy. Watches all my YouTube. Thank you, man. Benji's in the comments. Susan K. Worley. Dude, I'm going to be scooping up old Susan K. Worley in Hammond, Louisiana, taking a little drive up to Jackson, Mississippi. We got our AFA uh, clay shoot, and nice. I'm sure I'm going to have some other people riding with me. We've got uh, I've got like ten guys going from Fence King. We're gonna when are you go, guys doing that? Uh, Saturday. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, dude, we're going to Providence Hill Farms. It's going to be pretty awesome. We've been there before. Loved it. It was a great, great. Um, location to do it man 
it's like the country club of clay shooting, you know? That's the Gulf South chapter? Yes, it right? is. Yes, it is. Yeah. As a matter of we fact, the, if I remember correctly, it is the chapter that currently holds the uh, trophy. Right? You did steal it from us. That's Just right. Saying, well, you know, you can't win them all there, buddy old pal. <laughs> Anyway, we guys, we did West golf tournament. Oh yeah, that's right. Long. You did. Y'all do it yeah. up at uh, the Monkey Hill place, right? Shangri La. Yeah, Monkey Hill and Shangri La. You've been there, dude. Yeah, it's beautiful. That place is bad. At, you know what? It's like the D and D technologies of uh, golf courses. It's badass. Golf courses. Yeah, I like yeah, it. yeah. So anyway, guys, we're we're live everywhere. We're all over the place. We don't need to tell you all that. You know it. You've been there. You've done that. You got the T-shirt. And, um, you know, last week, I think we had old Crayon eating Dan Wheeler on. And this week, I decided, you know what, Dan, you're not getting on my show, man. He called me like five times. Dude, come on. Don't do it with Nathan. Nah, whatever, bro. Yeah, next week. Next week, bro. I'll get you on next week. Actually, no, next week is uh, Josh Glover. We did a poll. Oh, yeah. And we got a lot of people that uh, jumped in on that. Yeah, Great. That's right. Laughed up, Wheeler. Yeah, yeah, laugh it up, Wheeler. Uh, Wheeler, don't be commenting like it's our group text, okay, man? You'll get yourself in trouble. People will learn that you don't know how to spell, okay? Oh. Anyway, guys, we want to thank D&D Technologies, home of the Shut It Badass Hinge. We love those guys, the world's most trusted gate hardware, and the creator of the Magna Latch. If it doesn't say badass, guess what, bro? It ain't D&D. And we got some other guests uh Guest guys on here, sponsors, MidwestFenceAndSupply.com. Great guys. MidAmericanFenceSupply.com. MidAmerica, um, you know all about those guys. Oh, Midamerica Supply. MidAmerica Fence Supply. It's pretty sure no, it's, it's Fence supply. supply. I don't know, bro. Maybe. I might have to arm wrestle oh. you over that shit. Oh, <laughs> we all going to check it out right But now. hey, guys, y'all know we got three rules to the show. Beer, bourbon, business. Y'all drink a little beer, drink a little bourbon. We're going to talk a little business, and uh, hopefully I don't get proven wrong on this website. I think, pretty sure it's midamericafencesupply.com, baby. Hey, do y'all, I want y'all, I want all the listeners out there, I want y'all to go to uh, Google, and I want you to Google Dom DeLuise, and tell me if Nathan Downs does not look like Dom DeLuise, DeLuise, Captain America, whatever his name, Captain Chaos. From the old uh, Cannonball Run movies, man. You look just like him, bro. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we're all over the place. You're, so, man, you're right. I, I okay, know. So it's, so it's midamericafence.com or midamericafencesupply.com. I was incorrect. So I stand correct. Ooh, I like that. I like that, man. So, man, did you know Expert Stainless Seal has 19 cars? 19. No. They probably got 20 now. I'm waiting for them to come out for a Joe Everest orange. I don't know if they'll sell any of it. Maybe to Joe. <laughs> they'll sell you know? it in Springfield. Yeah. Did you know they'll that U.S. Hammer? Did you know that? Full. Did you know that U.S. Hammer sells uh, concrete breakers? No. But, yeah, bro. They got freaking jackhammers. How big are they? Uh, what they're, size? They're pretty big. They break concrete. <laughs> I'm a big. I'm pretty. I'm pretty fucking big, and you don't see me breaking concrete. So you know they got to be pretty big. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true. And did you know that uh, Mid America Fence Supply delivers to six states? Oh no! 
Which yeah. states now? Uh, Iowa, Minnesota. I'm acting like I'm I'm not reading this. Nebraska, North and South Dakota, and Wisconsin. And Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know they just opened a. They got a shop down in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I was talking to Michael when he was up there, moving everything in. Yeah, I don't know who that Facebook user is, but he says, uh, "Where's Ohio?" Uh, oh, Facebook user, come on, you could do better than that. Yeah, come we on. We got to know man. who it is. This is like not fun seeing Facebook user. How do we have all these Facebook users? This is I don't know, man. You would think they would go to sure. uh, streamyard.com forward slash Facebook and go, yes, you can display my name. Thank you, but it's not <laughs> happening. Anyway, man, so uh, how you been doing, brother? What's been going on? I know you've had a lot going on. You're kicking ass, taking names, you know? It's been... Uh, it's been a crazy, crazy season. We're doing good, man. We're just chugging along here and just keeping our heads above water, man. It's starting to pick back up a little bit. I mean, you know, the ebbs mm-hmm. and flows of all the times commercial is jamming. I mean, well, man, it's it's looking glorious. I've actually got Alan Bolding from mm-hmm. uh, Moore, Oklahoma, coming up um, with Trusted Fencing coming up on Monday. And I'm going to teach him how to do uh, commercial bids, actually. Nice. Sometimes. Man, that's mighty nice of you, brother. Alan's a good dude. Got me a a bottle of whiskey, man. Good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. I like him. So, uh, he's he's my boy, Benji. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Benji McKinney's in the comments saying, Alan's my boy. That's my boy, Blue. So, man, I, uh, I had a hell of a day. I knew Ron, the consultant, was in town. So, you know, thankfully I had a little heads up getting my shit together for him. And he pops in and totally ruined my whole morning, you know, <laughs> tied me up. I'm trying, you know, I felt like oh. uh, I felt like I was spinning plates. You know what I mean? I thought I thought you were going to say is he's like your numbers freaking terrible. And he just starts ripping into your ass. And you're like, <laughs> no, man. No, he, he he's good. We, he keeps a very, very, very close eye on all that stuff, man. And my new assistant didn't know how in tune he was. And uh, he um, he. Uh, yeah, I think she was a little intimidated, you know. <laughs> He threw some stuff at her, and she's like, how does he know that? I'm like, he is like in the – he's like swimwear. He gets in there. He is in every crease and crack and crevice of Fence King. He knows what you're doing, girl. You know, he's even got access to the camera, so he'll pop in and see if you're watching movies on your phone or not, you know? Yeah. So he's all in there. But uh, I think it only happens – and the other groups not here on the MFL page. I don't know, Benji. I'm not sure how that StreamYard thing works, but, you know, it works. Is Benji drinking? I mean, Jesus. Uh, Benji's always drinking during the show. So, hey, man, AFAU's coming up. We got the U.S. Hammer Tour, right? And uh, just in a couple weeks, man, um, October 18th to Friday, October 20th, I'm going to be in D.C. at the Arlington Cemetery deal for uh, NAFCA the National American Fence Contractors Association. Nice. And I think they're doing a business school there. Joe Everest is going to be there. Benji's going to be there. I'll be there. Uh, Dan Wheeler, he won't be able to make it. He's got a uh, – dude, it's crazy. What is the chances that the uh, his local elementary school's kindergarten, uh, kindergarten coloring book contest is that exact same weekend? Oh, no. Yeah, and he's like the reigning champion. He won last year, so he's like, dude, sure. I, 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 you know, I, I got to be there. 
I got to try to win my belt back, you know, or not give it away. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was talking to him about that, and he showed me the belt, like the championship belt that he has. Mm-hmm. I was a little concerned because I don't think he realized it does say special on there, but I don't think he he thinks it's like, oh, I'm special. I'm like, ah, yeah, they're not letting you do that at your age because of like, you know, I mean, <laughs> uh, poor guy. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we got Michael Greenfield in the comments. He's a he's a big wig over there at uh, MidAmericaFenceSupply.com. Good evening, Nate and Dan. MidAmerica Fence Supply will deliver to other states. We just recommend doing FTL to areas outside of our normal delivery area. Well, that's good to know. So yeah. if you're in Oklahoma or you're in Louisiana, MidAmerica will send it. Well, as a matter of fact, I got a delivery coming from those guys. I ordered about 400 foot of that steel fencing. Yep. And we're going to do a little project. We're going to check it out. We're going to get our U.S. hammers out and pound away, baby. Right? We are doing the same, buddy. Yeah. Dude, we just we're did a... give it a shot, man. I'm all over the place. We just did a black pre-stain job. Have you ever done black? Yes. Well, we did it on a privacy fence. So I told my guys oh, take pictures. No. Okay. Hey, that's, she had black pre-stain horizontal prior to us doing it. And... um. <laughs> They, uh, um, yeah, I, I mean, it looks good. It looks good in the videos. It just didn't come out that great in a picture. You know what I mean? There's a, that's actually black f- inside fence track. Oh, really? That we did. That yeah, looks yeah. nice, man. So that's pre-stained, pre-stained tongue of groove cedar, uh, eight foot tall inside a fence track system. Yeah. It's super slick, man. Yeah. So good. We, I mean, I was happy with it. It's just the pictures didn't come out great. I was going to try to do some pictures online, but um, I'm going to have to go back and do a video. The video does it justice, man. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's one thing for everybody to take into consideration. Black, like when the whole thing is black and you take pictures of it, <laughs> it's like very – like mine almost looks grayish, but when you're there, it just looks like a black hole, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Mean, it's just like, like it, a, a giant shadow in the yard. Yeah. So the video my guys took was awesome, but it wasn't a very good video. So I think yeah. Dylan's going to go out there tomorrow and take a video of it, but it came out pretty awesome. That's like uh, we pre-stained one last week. We pre-stained one this week, and I think I got another one to pre-stain next week. So nice. we're getting in the fence-staining business. Matter of fact, talk to Mr. Caleb Broth over at – uh, expert stain and seal and we are going to record a couple shows with him uh, i think this weekend so a couple asked me about my days we're going to do a live show he's got a lot going on man we got expert stain and seal university have you ever been to that no i think it's right after fence tech this year it, it is well, and all right i would recommend that you quit slacking and get your shit together nathan downs because <laughs> the expert stain and seal university is free bro you know what it cost you Gas money. That's it. Gas, Gas money. money and a visit to Alexandria, Tennessee. Exactly. And we have a Airbnb, me, Wheeler, and Joe Everest. So it's going to be a kick-ass time, bro. But let's get back to this U.S. Hammer Tour. So after I leave uh, D.C., guess what's up next, man? We're going to be in uh, at AFA University, and that's what I want to talk about a little bit tonight. I got an email and it said that they're extending the early bird registration. And you want to take advantage of that, guys, because the early bird registration will save you some money. And we're all about saving some money. 
And they're offering what they want. Let me see. I'm looking at this, the email. One, two, three, four different schools, right? Yeah. And they're doing, uh, yeah, four schools, four schools. One of them is fence installation school. And I think our good old buddy, old pal, Dan Wheeler, is going to be teaching that. So uh, that's going to be awesome because Dan's a, he's a streamline gang guy. And he's a wet set and concrete guy. And I think he's going to be sharing that class with uh, Chris Steele, who's a concrete dry packing guy and a straightaway guy. So, and a nice. equalizer guy. So it'll be nice to see those two guys get out there and show this is how we do it. And this is how I do it. So I think that's going to be pretty awesome, man. Um, It'd be I'm, pretty, pretty cool if Chris just beats the hell out of Dan while he's there too. Yeah, I hope he does. I, I hope he's getting a fight. Gives him a good Chris old-fashioned headlock. Southeast. Just puts him in a, a front face lock and just drives him in the ground. <laughs> hope he gives him a good old-fashioned south southeast uh, <laughs> ass whooping. I don't know how to say that because he's from Pensacola down here in the south. And oh, Dan, yeah. Yeah, he's a tough dude. Yeah. Um, a, lot, a lot tougher than Fulton, Illinois or whatever the – well, it was on the other side of that river. Sorry, Dan. Iowa, Iowa something. Fulton, Iowa. Iowa yeah. City. Hey, is it Fulton, Iowa? It's Fulton, Illinois and Fulton, Iowa? I think it's Fulton, Iowa. It's the Twin Cities or some sh- I don't know. Dan oh, tries to explain God. it to me, and I can't hardly oh, hear him because half the time his phone doesn't work. So, <laughs> is that about mine? Look, my internet's fine. What do you think and then that? they got Gate Automation School. So Dylan's going to Gate Automation School. I was talking to Nick Wright today. We finally connected. And we're going to be doing Gate Automation School, so then that way we can uh, – kind of take over some of our own jobs, man, do some of our own uh, emergency calls, you know? Um, now you did, you did some classes at AFAU. And from my understand, you're like uh, one of the first to do the what fence contractor school. Yeah. The certified fence contractor or CFC. Um, mm-hmm. When they offered that a couple of years ago, uh, I was in the first class first grouping of people to take the test only 11 of us passed wow um i believe my number is nine um but what's funny is i turned in my test first so number nine like my number should have been one but anyways um so man fence contractor business school is is really cool it's it's a week long and it covers it, they break it up into like six different modules mm-hmm. but it covers everything dan that would matter if it's really testing your business acumen like Uh it's not just fence stuff it's a little bit of fence stuff but it covers like osha it covers accounting it covers insurances it covers business like like what's a corporation what's an llc um what's a debt ratio what you know what is you know a leverage buyout what is this like all these business terms and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, I've taken securities tests, um, before, and this test was probably harder than any of them because typically when you take any type of like government mandated testing or anything like that, um, like they let you, they have, you know, you have to get like a 70% or higher, 80% or higher or whatever to pass. But the way that they do the testing for certified fence contractor, they break it up into six tests. Mm Mm-hmm. And you have to pass every single test. Hmm. And then if you don't pass them, you retake the ones that you didn't pass. I passed them all the first time. Like I said, 11 people did. I want to say there was 30 something people that showed up to the school. It was 
very difficult. The school was very intense. There is a lot to it. But I can tell you when I see someone else with the CFC designation, like those are the people in our industry that have their crap together. And they, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they really understand the the business of being a fence or gate business and like what it means to be part of an economy and stuff like that. So I don't know. It, that, that is a great one. If you're a GM of a company or an owner of a company and you want to test your metal against, especially against other people in the industry, uh, that's a great school to take and an awesome certification to get for sure. Nice, that's my favorite man. one. Yeah. So did you, did you hear this little um, audio clip that I have? No. Which one? This one right here. Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. Damn. <laughs> Did you hear that? That's awesome. Play it again. Blanc's voice is just sexy. Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. Boy, that Dan Willer. Thank you, Dan. You got me blushing over here, man. <laughs> man. That guy, so I mean, he loves old Dan Blanc. He does, man. Isn't that weird? It's a little creepy. Hey, Pepper, you better watch your back. Uh, You better. Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing stuff, there, man. So, uh, Dan, I'm already taken. I'm sorry, but uh, (laughs) I can't help you with that, brother. Okay. (laughs) He could be your spicy onion. You already got a spicy pepper out. Yeah, I'm going to come true. up with something good. And that's true. <laughs> change his name in my phone. Yeah. So uh, Dan did a show, did a recording at um, at Vegas, and he had uh, the uh, Greenwood girls on there for the uh, the Greenwood that doesn't sell wood people. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those guys. I, <laughs> I came up with that, so everybody's aware. Oh, really? <laughs> did you? No. Did you not hear that? Oh, yeah. yeah no. Oh. No. Wheeler was running his mouth one day. And he was like, yeah, you know, and he said something about fen- my boy at Fence Track. And I said, oh, yeah, Greenwood, the company that has wood in their name and they don't sell any wood. And he was like, I didn't think about that. Hey, but it's a pretty cool product. I'm going to back my words up on that. It is cool. So, <laughs> well, you know, better. You, know what he, you know what he probably said, right? <laughs> no. Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably what he said when you told him that. <laughs> anyway, man, Dan Dan did a recording, so we we literally stole the audio from his recording for that. And uh, I was like, Rob, I need that we recording. Get it for me ASAP. Yeah. So yeah, fun times, right? <laughs> Do you have it? Are you gonna play it? Uh, I got the whole clip. If y'all want to hear what the hell we're talking about, guys. So Dan does it, and he was recording with the Greenwood girls. And here, let's go ahead and play it, man. It's a good time. You heard it first here. I wish Dan Block was here. I know. God, the one time he's not clinging to me. Honestly, I love his voice. He has a great we need to edit that out. Uh, okay. No, I'm yeah. telling you. 2016. Yeah. He does. Take the headphones he off. <laughs> you must like the guy, you know what I mean? I like it. Give me a burger. Listen. Give me a burger. It's sexy. I'm sorry. Burger. Oh, jeez. Joel, well, did you hear that? Let me take the knife out. Let me she, take the knife out. <laughs> she thinks Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. <laughs> he <laughs> thinks it's <laughs> so I was like, Rob, we gotta, we got, we have just got to get that man. <laughs> and of course, my boy Rob took it 
and ran. So I love you, Rob, the producer. Hey, old Shane Mill like that in the comments tonight. Uh, man, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Um, so I'm going to be, so I'm going to SAU. I'm not taking anything. I have not taken the CFC class, which I don't know. I just haven't taken it. I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to say. Why I haven't taken it. No, you should do it. it it's, it's interesting because especially someone like you, man, it, like if, if you have, okay, I'll, I'll use this as an example. Cause I told someone this today. Um, I was sending a message to a lady with an HOA and, um, it was last night or the day before it very recent. Okay. And I personally sent it back because I knew that I felt like, you know, they were kind of on the, the precipice of like, oh, we're going to send this to 12 other companies. Fair enough. Right. You know, got to, got to, got to test the market and make sure your prices are good. <laughs> so I have a template, um, in my, um, CRM that, allows like that has all my credentials mm -hmm. right picture of me and all my credentials and stuff i usually don't use that um because i usually i'm sitting there thinking not i don't need to flex or anything but i had that thought dan that i'm gonna flex i'm gonna flex this lady and see what happens you were flexing so, oh yeah i was like <sighs> sound like my 20 so, year old so this is funny so i sent it back i said hey just you know appreciate the follow-up and i well i forgot what exactly what i said doesn't matter she responded back this morning and said, oh, my gosh, like all caps. That is a lot of credentials after your name. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, you must be very well accomplished. Congrats. And then asked another question. So now I'm like, we're off record, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sitting here going, okay. So my response is, ha, I've been doing this since after college. You know, yeah, I take this this stuff pretty seriously. And I then I said something about I, I answered her question. Then I said something about yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm still the most certified or credentialed person in the state of Oklahoma for our industry. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I ended it with something else. She replies back, and it's like yeah, I looked you up on LinkedIn, and it has this whole thing about my freaking credentials. Oh my and she's goodness. like, I had this is, I am very like genuinely impressed. That's what she says in the email mm -hmm. again. And I'm like, man, this lady is not going to get over this. And then I thought, wait, this lady's not going to get over this. Bam. Yeah. So <laughs> going to seal that job, right? Like, going to seal that um, job up, right? Man. Yeah. But, but, you know, like it's, it's one of those things, you know, a lot years ago, I had a lot of people asking me like, why do you keep doing it? Nick Reich's the same way. Nick Reich actually has all of them. I think Josh Glover might have all of them too. Mm -hmm. I'm missing the, certified operations manager but i have the rest and i was asked by a bunch of younger guys probably people watching the show that they you know well why do you have all these and what does it mean and i was like it just it's just a little extra something if i ever need it because i hate especially as a like with my sales background dan i hate having to tell you who i am i would rather you see who i am if that makes sense mm. so i don't need to talk about my greatness I will talk to you. You will figure out, oh, he, they, he's pretty good. His team's pretty good. My greatness. But then when you see that, yeah, I was going to side now. I, I walked it back a little bit. Um, but, you know, no, I'll be honest. Yeah, the greatness. But, um, you know, then they see that, and then it just automatically brings some credibility in there. 
And I think that's what, especially something like the certified fence contractor and that fence contractor business school. Mm-hmm. I want to say right now, I think the, the price of that program for the week is like 2,800 bucks on the early bird. If you're an AFA member, but, um, I think when I took it, it was like two grand or something, but what you get out of that is inconsequential. And the fact of you're in, you and Wheeler were talking about this and and I know Wheeler talks about it all the time, like being around like-minded people Mm -hmm. and then thinking Mm -hmm. like there are other people that are investing in themselves thousands of dollars to get better, to get this credentialing and all these things. And it creates this camaraderie because I remember the people that were the first, you know what I'm saying? Or remember the new people that have come along since. And then, like I said, you go to a fence tech, you go to really any show or gathering and stuff. And if you have these things, it's just some common thread where you're like, Hey, like I could look at someone with that black little CFC pin and go, yeah, they, they get it. Like they get, they don't just get fence. They get business Mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Good job patting yourself on the back there, Nathan Downs. Please. I love how you said you were great. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> then I tried to walk it back. You try. Uh, and now, and now, we have breaking news coming to you straight from the My Fence Life Studios. Oh, ho, ho. man, it's been a while. Look at this special report background. Guys, we got big, big, big news. Big news. Nathan, you look like the uh, ghost of Christmas past. Guys, check out this news, man. Nathan, you don't even know this. We haven't even talked about this. So, no, what, what the is ink it? is dry. That's, that's what I got. That was the text that I got today. The ink is dry. It is official that uh, my boy Shane Catton over at MDWSTFenceSupply.com has now gotten himself a U.S. hammer dealership. He will be selling U.S. hammers on his website. The website page is being made as we speak. He did verify that with me today. And he's also going to be selling the Black Edition, which was the first My Fence Life edition. It's not going to say My Fence Life on it. But it's going to be black, and who knows? You might be able to get yourself a BBH. That's what they're going by, man. Oh. So what do you think about that, brother? Dude, that's awesome. Facebook user, heck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Rob Noble, bam, let's go. Get out of here, Rob. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting, man. <laughs> I'm excited for N- MDWST yeah. Supply. Try to say selling. that, right? Yeah. I, th- I think it's supposed to say Midwest, but... I keep reading it as MDWST and disappearing into the it's, void. It's, it's Midwest with no vials, man. Midwest yes. with no vials. I like it. So I guess we can take our special report off, right? It's kind of fun, though. I feel kind of yeah. newsworthy, bro. Wow, look at this guy. He's, a, he's got a green screen. You can tell that I'm wearing the shirt yeah. the same color as the walls behind me. So <laughs> these, these virtual backgrounds do not work when you wear a gray shirt. Yeah, man. So I'm pretty excited about this this news, man. It's something we've been kind of working on, and it finally came through. And um, I got the text today that I could release it to the masses. So I'm excited. We had a little hiccup, and we thought we were going to not be able to do everything we wanted to do. But you know what? When great minds get together, shit happens. And we made it happen, bro. 
That's awesome. Congrats. So. Congrats, Shane. Congrats, Dan. Yeah, congrats, U.S. Hammer. Um, Ryan. Shane's got, yeah, Shane's got a uh, pretty good little deal going over there, man. He's rocking and rolling. He's trying to diversify. He's trying to uh, get into a lot of us, what a lot of us are getting into, which is, hey, let's, let's do some retail, you know? And by doing that retail, we can get ourselves some better prices for our fence company. It's just a smart move, man. So uh, I'm glad that he's taking advantage of that, you know. So uh, back to AFAU, man. And the reason why we're digging in on this is because it's coming up. Uh, Fortunately, they extended the early bird to save some people some money. And I'll tell you what, man, it's money well spent. Last year, I sent two of my guys, and they went to the operations manager school. Okay. One of them passed, Dylan passed. My other guy did not pass, but that was the first time it went out. And so I don't know, but, um, uh, Zach's not going back again this year. I think it was a little too much for him, a little more advanced. Um, I thought it was going to be something different, but uh, it was perfect for Dylan and he, uh, he killed it. So I'm hoping that, uh, this year Dylan comes back with his, uh, gate operator deal. And, um, nice. yeah, yeah. So, Good for him. and we're going to get our temporary license and I think we have a company we're going to mentor under or something you got to do There's some kind of something yep. or yep. another. Yep. Or, yeah. Every state's different. Louisiana, that is part of the requirements, right? Where you have to ment- be basically an apprentice to a journeyman type setup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, AFAU, Dan, it's funny about that. In 2011, I went to AFAU when it was still being held here in Tulsa at Ameristar's facility. So they did it like the Ramada uh, or the Radisson or something like that. And mm-hmm. then they would bring people to Ameristar. Well, Ameristar had this brilliant idea in 2010 that they were going to get into the gate operator business. Really? And then 2011, yep, they decided that it was happening. Okay. So... Uh, they took four of us, four managers for the company, and they sent us to uh, operator technician school. Mm-hmm. And we go through the school. It's a five-day course. And uh, it was just like drinking out of a fire hydrant. You know, you know. I mean, it was brutal. <laughs> I mean, just absolutely brutal. But this is the funniest thing. The next week, we go out in the back of the building there. And they're like, well, we got we got these high securities and door kings, bro. We went out there and hooked these things up and installed them. And we're like, well, we know how to do this now. And I remember they, then they called us product champions and told us that we were part of the uh, distribution channel or hmm. sending out quotes and all this stuff. So then we had all these suppliers like the door kings, the high securities, LiftMaster and stuff that we were selling their products um through ameristar did not last very long obviously that was like a squirrel you know mm-hmm. but what's cool for me is that's what got me into the gates because i've had people ask in the past how'd you get into the gates so you were at ameristar and then all of a sudden you're out you know working on the fence side 10 years ago but mm-hmm. well, that, that's how 12 years ago i went to afau and um I literally went from knowing nothing about gate operators to being able to install and troubleshoot and doing it correctly, which was the real kicker. So AFAU uh, pretty much spearheaded your career in what you're doing today because protecting your, uh, yeah. what's the name of your company again? Protecting your radius or radius? Uh, 
No, radius perimeter security. Yeah, radius perimeter security. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> getting a little tongue-tied there. But because of that, radius. it's spearheaded a big portion of what your income is today. Think, yeah. of, think about Correct. that, man. Yep. And you didn't even know it. That's pretty. Did uh, not, had, knew nothing about it. I didn't even want to go. Actually, the four of us didn't want to go. And we came out of there and we're like, hey, this gate operator stuff's pretty cool, man. Mm. And, the, and you know, I remember, I forgot if it was like Bill Shanky or someone back at Ameristar was like, yeah, you're going to think it's real cool. And in five minutes when you're having to quote every single gate operator bid known to man, I was like, what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it gave, you good, it gave you good practice for what you're doing today. Uh, absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So, man, how, how are you finding, are you getting a lot of people right now that are reaching out to you, individuals? Um, that are, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I swear to God, if you guys don't, this is so awesome. Do man. the stream yard thing. The Facebook user thing is brutal. Man. I know, man, it is. It really is. It's, it's, Who it's, is it's, that? I don't. It's awesome now. Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Facebook God. user. Yes. I have, Thanks, Pepper user. is so tired of me, you know. I'm just like uh, using that over and over again. Yeah, I was on my way home today and uh, somebody gave me a call. I'm not going to mention their names, but they're pretty big in the fence industry. And I was like, hello. And they're like, wow, what's up with the voice? I said, man, I'm getting warmed up for the night. You do, you do know that I have the sexiest voice in the fence, right? <laughs> it's hello, nonstop. Ladies. Yeah, it's nonstop. It's the Keith Sweat Hour. <laughs> Keith Sweat. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man, we're going off the rails. We, we totally we got haven't even sidetracked been doing it this long. I know. So, <laughs> all right, we got fifteen minutes. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> thank you, Michael. Thank you. Velvety smooth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So, um, what do you? How's things going with you with the residential world and getting gate operator pricing? People wanting pricing. How do you handle that? Because. We find that we spend a lot of time, uh, well, we found that we spend a lot of time dealing with those, and then people are like, oh, my God, I didn't realize uh, it was that much. So when people hit you up, do you just, like, come right out the box and go, okay, well, you know, you're probably looking at boom, boom, boom. And That's a good question. On a residential, you know, when it's commercial or industrial, whatever that might be, um, it's 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 a little different. Those guys know kind of know what they're getting into, um, but man, residential. I, I just throw a number out there. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. You're probably looking at some. Oh wait, is that much? You know, yeah. and um, or you give somebody a price and they're like, oh, I found somebody that was uh, forty seven hundred dollars cheaper than you. So of course we make a little note. We go swing by there, and it's a uh, red cattle gate from uh, Tractor Supply with, with a. a mighty mule. Yeah, with a mighty mule on it. And it's like, well, uh, of course, they were $4,700 cheaper than us, you know, because, um, yeah, those wells are really going to hold on that uh, thin red gate. Yeah. On the J-hook. Well, the red, the the, red's better than the green. Oh, really? Let's be clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least it's 12-gauge, not 18 I don't even know. I've never used the Hot green. Hot metal. Yeah. Well, see that yeah, I'm in Oklahoma, so I have to know these things because then I see it and I'm like, oh, that's a really shitty gate. So I didn't know you want a crap gate. And they're like, what? Yeah. No, that's why you're here. Okay. Well, then you know that it's going to be more than 2000 bucks. Yeah. Right. 
Or they use the, they use the J hooks for their hinges, and they've got the bolt tightened so tight on the gate that it's squeezing the gate, and it's like it's deformed the yeah. tubing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Red, red's all man. Facebook user, you're right though. Red is always better. Wait, hold on a second. Red's always is that Wheeler trolling us as Facebook user? I think it might be. All right, let me answer this. Then I want to go back to Aaron's thing because I, I I love that crap right there. Um, so on the gate operator side, Dan. Um, I think, I think everyone knows that a automatic gate's expensive, right? Like they, they don't know, they may not know how much it is, but what I found over the years of selling them and, and we get a lot of inquiries, you know, of course, radius, um, even if it, even in its infancy, when I was doing it part-time, the whole point of it was that like, that was the only thing that people would call radius for was for gates. Of mm-hmm. course, because I'm just doing a part time. So sure. Right. And, um, I always knew they, it always seems like I have the, like I have Lexi and Brenda asking better questions up front on the gates to figure out if they really are just looking for a budget number to like get a magnitude of cost or are they really ready to go forward and potentially do something and dial this thing in. And um, so I've given them like a range, just like our my salesman do, does on fence, mm-hmm. but I've given them a range. If they're within 30 miles of the shop or whatever, a uh, typical swing gate, and we do ornamental steel, right? Like just a normal plain Jane, uh, no, no ornamentation, right. nothing special. A um, couple gate posts, a solar operator, right? I mean, very, mm-hmm. very basic stuff is going to be in this range. And I have seen the notes in our CRM come through where it's very clear. You're like, oh, wow, like that actually worked and either helped us or it helped me from driving an hour away to talk to someone about, they're like, oh, I thought this would be like 3,000 bucks. I'm like, I can't even put the operator in for that. And they're like, oh, I can't afford that. Yeah. But we don't get that anymore because when it's that type of person, we're asking the questions to get that information out. Like, you know, are, are you are you at the point of, you know, are you ready to move? Is this something you're looking to move on in the next two months? Or are we just trying to set a, establish a budget? And da-da? oh, yeah, no, we just kind of want to know what, how much it costs. Oh, God. Well, I'm glad I had them ask that because otherwise I'd be driving a substantial amount of distance yeah. to, to go out there and throw out a bid and only to have someone laugh in your face and go, yeah, I, I can't afford that. I'm not, I would never put that out here. I should have just bought the, the red cattle gate with the mining bill. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. It that has, for some of you, so. it has, its, it has its purpose, right? Sure. But the majority of the people that want to use it for the purpose they want, it's not the purpose that it's not like, the application. Like I told the lady today, she's, she's got God bless Maybe ah, a couple hundred acres. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there talking to her and she's got a little pipe gate and she wants a better pipe gate, but she wants a solar operator. And then I'm sitting there and asking her and we're not even near her house. She's out brush hogging by the highway. And I'm like, where's your, like your house is way back there. She goes, well, there's two other properties too. It's two young kids. You probably know who they are. They're famous in town or something. I'm like, okay. She didn't tell me who they were, but She's the reason she was saying that was because they were wanting to control more of the traffic flow because this is a private road all the way back to their homes, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't see their homes. So there's no reason you should be out there mm-hmm. unless you, you know those people are going. So that's the concept of this gate. And um, 
she's talking to me about, well, I want it to be connected. They're very like path of least resistance. They want things to be easy. I'm like, oh, so they like want a geofenced deal when they're turning off the highway that the gate's automatically opening and it closes behind them. But funny you say that we can do that, but I can't do it on solar or I can't do it on solar cost effectively. You're going to have to get a pole out here and you're going to have to put electric service. Now, if you get electric service, we can do that. Mm-hmm. But then I gave her, I rolled it backwards and said, here are the typical things that we can do. You know, we can do a wireless keypad. We can do like this probe. I've got a wireless probe. There's all these different things we can do. Very low draw. We set up the battery bank, the mm-hmm. operator, you know, it's all math. We've already got it figured out. We put in a bunch of these. She's like, I love that. I said, so let's do this. I'll send this price. So I sent her that price when I got back in the truck. And I said, that's what it's going to be to just do what you want. And then if you guys decide you want to get a meter put out here, we want to get power. We could put lighting. We could do all this other really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. We could put a real gate, not a pipe gate, you know, that, yeah. it, but it's a bit like, Dan, I'm saying that like, that's how I talk to the customer. Like, cause I'm getting her mind thinking about these things of like, okay, so when I get this price, I understand that this is like my bottom end of what can be done. But, but Nathan and his team can build this big, massive, elaborate gate setup and fence and, and masonry and da, 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 all these different things. But hold on, but we need infrastructure, right? And mm-hmm. it's going to cost money. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's 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 just how you it's just how you handle the customer, and I get Framing. that. Yeah, I get that for sure. We're gonna have to talk about how you handle how Brendan and them handle them when they call, you know, because maybe that's, I can implement some of that stuff. See, that's why I hang oh, out. I'll with tell you offline. That's I why, can't tell. No, no. You if, if everybody wasn't Facebook user, yeah, I could probably tell you. <laughs> I don't know Facebook user. There might be someone like down the street from my house or something. Yeah, you don't want to give out everything, right? <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you. So uh, I see Aaron Preston's in the comments, and uh, yeah. he said, "If you bid a 300 foot, if you bid 300 foot of six foot with two 12 foot gates for six thousand bucks, the customer will ask you, what's your best price?' And can you go to fifty seven hundred dollars? Then a week later, I dig, he'll get a message. Oh, can you do it for five thousand? You know, if you can, you know, and can you start tomorrow? Right." And he put on here, uh, I don't know if the customer is saying, well, profit is around 2200 It's a gravy job. Should I take $2,000 less? Just wondering what your thoughts are on that. It's 50 to 20 hours of work. So I think what Aaron's saying is is he's got a, uh, a customer that's beating him down on his price. Sounds and, like chain link. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to tell you how I handled that, bro. I stick to my guns. I had a guy call me the other day. And it's a $18,000 job. And he said, look, $15,000 and you can start tomorrow. I'll go ahead and I'll send you half right now. And um, he's like, can, can you do it for that? And I looked and I'm like, no, we can do it for, uh, yeah, $18,624.58. Oh, okay. I was like, so you ready to put this baby on the schedule or what? And guess what he did? Well, can you give me a uh, breakdown of labor and uh, material? Uh, nope. No, sure can't, man. That's not how we work things here. We have an algorithm we use. We plug in our material, our labor. The computer knows how many feet per man per hour we do. We plug in how many men are going to be on the job, and boom, it spits out a price. 
Oh. All right, well, go ahead and send me the contract. So you, you see what I mean? They're just trying. And he literally said at the end of the conversation, hey, look, man, you, it doesn't hurt to try, right? I'm like, no, it doesn't hurt to try. It just doesn't work here. Yep. I never, never back down. Never back down. Dude, look at Matt with front rock fence in here. Yo. Yeah, man. Matt, Matt has been uh, blowing up my text messages. We've been talking about P&Ls and... He's uh he's learning some things and asking some questions. He's reading Profit First, which nice. I read a long time ago. So I was like, bro, do what it says and stick to your guns. I don't care what your CPA says. It's hard. It's, it's hard. You know, you said a nugget there for Aaron, Dan, that you don't, I'm not even sure you cognitively knew that you said it. Well, His original price was $6,024. Mm-hmm. And then he came back and said, um, 5,700 all, all never go to a round number when you're in that scenario, especially in a negotiation. This is a Chris Voss technique, um, who was like, just read his freaking books. I forgot. Never, never split the difference or something mm-hmm. like that. I know what you're talking about. Um, it's yellow. I know the, what color the book was. I remember that. Um, but it's like yellow. in that. Scenario, I'm headed to. I'm headed to the bookstore right now. I need that yellow yeah, book. Please. I need the yellow book by Chris Voss. Yeah. I guess, guess what? The person at Barnes and Noble is going to be like, yes, very good choice. Or should you have chosen this one? No, but um, so in that scenario, like six thousand twenty-four dollars. When I come back with a price, Aaron, I would have said like it's. Uh, the price is fifty-seven, uh, sixty-four, and thirty-one cents. Because it's so specific. If they go, well, how'd you come up with that number? I li- did everything I possibly could to skinny that thing down, and this is what I came up with. And then they say, "Oh man, if you could do it for five thousand, you could start tomorrow." And then you have to know in your heart and already have figured out that 57, 61 and 31 cents or whatever is the lowest price you're going to go to. Like it's a negotiation. And if you lose a job, you have to be willing to walk away from that. Mm -hmm. Um, But that, I think that's the, like, like you said there, you know, he'd have his employees do it and save money and all that stuff like that. It sounds like he doesn't even, he just doesn't want to jack with it. So he doesn't really want to pay a professional a professional wage. Does that does that make sense? So Aaron, you have to look at yourself and your business. And this goes back to the same thing. We talk about this, Dan, you and I talk about this every freaking time we talk. If we don't understand our own costs and how much it costs to run our business, then you're in Aaron's shoes in that scenario. Like I know exactly how much money I have to have. So I know what the floor is and I may want to go below the floor but if I have costs involved with that and stuff, I cannot go below the floor. Like I have to stop when the numbers tell me I have to stop. You know, I'm just going to say this right now, Rob, the producer, you're going to, you're going to use this in a reel. Aaron, forget about everything that Nathan just said. Okay. Basically, this is what it boils down to. Fuck that guy. Okay. You don't budge 
When someone says to me, oh, your price is $6,024, can you do it for $5,000? I'd say, you know what? If I could do it for $5,000, I would have done it for $5,000 in the first place. Now, if I drop my price $1,000, what does that say about me as a businessman? That tells me that I was robbing you and stealing your hard-earned money from the get-go. And what kind of businessman is that? That's not how we run our our company here at Fence King. So it's $6,024. That's it. There you go. I love love the other Facebook user here. If you're going to discount the project, ask what you're going to get in return. Remember, this is a negotiation now, right? No warranty. I don't have to warranty my work. Paid in full before you start. I love that idea. Review referral or or, uh, review or get a review. It's Robert Whitaker. No, that no freaking surprise there. Yeah. Robert, Robert, go to go to streamyard.com <laughs> forward slash Facebook so we can see your name. Oh, Robert, God, that's no. great, man. But I am not discounting my price for a fucking review, bro. I'm sorry. Hey, here's the thing. Those no, things are the reviews the reviews are a dime a dozen, man. And but, I, and I don't well, care if you're gonna pay well, me in full. You know Well, well here's and the thing. I'm not gonna do a job, I'm not gonna warranty. I'm sorry. I, still I disagree like, with Robert I still, on that. Okay, but okay, I love but Robert I, to death. Don't get me wrong, Rob. I think you're a freaking awesome guy. I but, don't. I don't disagree with you, Robert. That's why you can come back on my show soon. <laughs> now that you're done dove hunting. Um, so, um, no, I like the Sean King approach too. You know, Sean was on the kick for years there, talking about upgrade credit. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to give you a discount, but I'll give you an upgrade credit. But I have figured out there are certain types of people, and I am not going to name the group of people that do this, but I have two clients um, this week that are of a certain ethnicity, and they have decided, like, they're negotiators, right? Mean, like, and I know that these people are negotiators. Oh, yeah. they Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> yeah. It, mm, you you must have been in the fence business for a long time, Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, I just gave one a $15,000 bid and he said I was $3,000 higher. I said, okay. Right. So check what, so you like what I did here. Okay. She told me the builder said the fence would be $6,000. Uh, my response is that's bull crap. That's their price before they mark it up. They would have charged you 10000 And she said, well, that's why I didn't go with the builder. So then I look at my price and it's $7,800. And I said, ma'am, that's what the price is. Now I already marked it up a little bit, right? And so she called back three times. So so follow this psychology. She calls back three times, twice yesterday and once today. I tell Lexi, I said, I'm going to give her a discount. And Lexi's like, and I said, I'm going to give her a military discount. So I put on their military discount for the amount that I was already going to sell it at anyways. And then I put, thank you for your service. God bless America. Sent it to her. She said, yeah, it looks great. I'm, I'm signing the contract right now. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, as a veteran, this is massively pisses me off. However, she doesn't know, even if you're watching this, you didn't know that I already marked it up. <laughs> For that discount, because I knew this was coming. And then the other one in the same freaking neighborhood, I already did the same thing. And I'm expecting, I'm sure it's already in my phone right now. The, oh, what's my discount? I don't like that price. What's my discount? I'm like, yeah. So I will, because I've already marked it up, I will offer their family a military discount as well. (laughs) 
Jeez. And, um, you know, like I said, it's a group of people that is obviously willing to take a military discount when they have never served this country. So that's not on me. That's on them. But oh, so, I knew this up front, right? Ah, uh, so I didn't catch that part. They weren't in the military. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. So what I was doing was I was saying I will, I've got one discount, and this is what it is. But, again, it's not really a discount because, like I said, I'm using the Sean King philosophy. I've already marked it up. So, mm -hmm. I mean, this is just going back to my normal price. But I just use it as the military discount because I'm sitting there. I want to see what they say. Yeah. So you marked it up surprising. because you knew this particular customer was going to come back with the, yep. hey, I want a discount. Yep. Every yeah. time. Every yeah. freaking time. Yeah. Every time they think it's a negotiation. It's like it is not a negotiation. My price is my price. But because you people out there decide that every time everything's a negotiation, I automatically mark it up 5% and then take 5% off. So whatever. You feel like Dan Blanc's voice is just sexy. Dan Blanc's voice is just. Look, man, I'm ready to end this, bro. I can pe yeah. peppers in there, saute me some shrimp, man. Yeah, upgrade credit. Yeah, yeah, upgrade yeah. credit. That's the way to yeah, go. Yeah, Aaron needs to hire a salesman. Hey, hiring a salesman. Need to talk about that. I think I'm actually going to talk about that on my show next week or the week after. AFAU, beginning of November sales training school, two-day school, the cheapest one there is, um, investment-wise, out-of-pocket, phenomenal. It's it's the same consultative selling um, that I learned at Ameristar a long time ago. I've done a lot of different sales tr trainings, um, different courses, um, pedigrees of you know selling and stuff like that. It is very good, especially if you have someone like, like I do, like a Donnie, who has this wealth of knowledge of installation experience and stuff, but wants to get in there and, and start learning how to sell, but sell the right way, like not turn into like the traditional you car used car salesperson, but um, you know, coming in there going, Hey, here's what we offer. These are the features. These are the benefits. This is what, what makes us stand out. How do you approach someone like a positive opening statement? Like, what does that look like? You know, using my star method, that's another like all these little things add up to an easy mm -hmm. win. But that sales training school down at AFAU is phenomenal. Yeah, I was um, reading that. I was reading them. that flyer, man. And the flyer said, good, uh, you know, who should attend sales training school? And it says you need to gain a if you need to gain a better understanding of the sales process. This class will help you meet and exceed customers expectations. So, yeah, man, I think it's going to be a good school. I think uh I think it's gonna be packed, man. I'm 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 stoked. I'm ready for it. I'm ready yeah, to I'm ready to kill it. Well look, Nathan, appreciate you joining you me tonight, man. It's been fun, it's been great. You tell Miss Ashley I said hello. Yep. And Will uh do. you have a good one, man. Hey guys. See you guys. Y'all keep on fencing. You've been listening to my fence life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. 
To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.